Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I typically read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. So today's poem is entitled Pay Attention. Here we go. Listen to me carefully. Just because you don't know what it is that you want to do does not mean that I'm going to sit around and wait on you. To make up your mind with us, it's either black or white, no gray areas in this crazy life of love. Or do you even care? While you ponder on this question, it's either now or never. Meet me at the crossroad of absolute decisions or let me help you draw your own conclusions. If you keep on neglecting me and ignoring my feelings, the possibilities of us will be a distant memory. This is your moment to call a truce and this part should be quite easy for you to express your emotions and what I mean to you. I'm listening carefully as I pay attention to you. So I hope that y'all are having the most amazing Father's Day. So what I wanted to do is let you know that everything that you need is found within. So I know that we hear this so often that everything you need, you can find inside. But how many of us actually take the time out to tap into that truth? When I look over some of the conversations that I've been having with a lot of my friends and my family members, what I'm recognizing is the fact that their truth is already on the inside of them. Their calling is already on the inside of them. What they're lacking is direction in how to get to those gold nuggets, those treasures that are already found inside of them. And so I was telling one of the persons that I was speaking to on today, um, when she had asked me, she was like, but I don't quite know why it is that I cannot come up with a particular amount to charge people for my services. And I told her, I said, I believe that the reason why it is so hard for us sometimes to truly put a monetary value on what it is that we bring to the table is simply because we have been so programmed by society and by corporate America that tells us what we're worth. To where when we want to be independent of that type of bondage and we want to be able to spread our wings, it becomes a little bit more complicated sometimes for us to be able to articulate what our value is, what our true worth is. Because we've gotten so programmed to believing what is said to us instead of tapping on the inside to be able to monetize and also articulate what our true value is. And so the more that I was 
talking to her, I started to realize that that happens a lot. Let's say, for instance, you actually have a job that you go to to quote unquote pay the bills. However, you also have your dreams and your aspirations, something that you know eventually let's say when you retire, that that's kind of what you're going to be doing when you retire. However, because you've gotten so used to what this employer pays you per hour, when you start to realize and tap into your true worth and what it is that you can bring to the table when it comes to your gifts and your talents, in a lot of ways, sometimes we may lower that amount of service only because we've gotten accustomed to what the employer pays us. Although the types of services that you offer, especially when it comes to your dreams and your goals, may be three times more what than what your current employer charges you. Not charges you, pays you. And so the more that I started to think about that and the more that I'm doing one of my dreams, I recognize that when I'm operating in my gifts and my talents, I easily make three times more than what my current employer pays me. And it is amazing to see that. But at the same time, you must practice wisdom. So there's been times that I've made five times in one hour what I typically make at my full-time employer. But you have to be willing to count up the cost. So even when you're wanting to step out on faith, even when you're wanting to jump, even when you're wanting to soar, you've got to factor in a lot of things. And so when I watch certain people that have gone before me, when I watch how it is that eventually they jumped or eventually they just decided to just leap, they didn't know where they were going to land. They just you know what? I just have this unction. I'm going to do it. And yes, they would hear people ridicule them like, why in the world are you leaving a six figure a year job? Guess what? They took a bet on themselves. And by taking a bet on themselves, it may have taken three years or five years for them to meet what they were making in that previous at that previous employer. But I just about for every person that I've seen thus far can practically guarantee you that now they are looking at million dollar incomes. And so it took them taking a chance on themselves, tapping on what was on the inside of them, silencing the naysayers, silencing those voices that pretty much had all of the doubt and had none of the faith that is required for them to be able to operate in the fullness and the full essence of who they truly are and the gifts and the talents that they have are without repentance and so once they recognize that wait a minute I've been doing this let's say for instance for free and in my doing this for free I've been able to see the fruit of my labor and I do it because I'm passionate about it. I do it because I truly love it. However, I'm not charging anyone when I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Well, what if I decide that I want to take a bet on myself and I want to monetize these gifts and these talents and I want to be able to prosper in a different light when it comes to these gifts and these talents how do i go from point a to point b when i've been so accustomed to that regular paycheck and even if that regular paycheck pretty much is just enough for you to get by 
And then you've done the calculation, you've done the research, and then you start to realize, but if I did this and spent those eight hours a day doing this instead of that, then I could literally maximize the minimum. So right now I may be doing it part-time and yes, I'm making three to five times more, but that's only because I'm doing it two hours in a week. But what if I were to restructure that and then do the full-time job part-time and then fulfill my dream where I'm making that a full-time thing, then I'm still receiving a form of income on a regular, but this is for the people that don't want to just jump. They, they kind of want to take a moment and do things differently because they're just too afraid to just jump head in first. I get it. So I'm trying to give you an alternative route. So pretty much what you could do, if that is something that you're delving into, that you're considering, maybe you do want to opt to do part-time with your full-time employer and then hone in on your dreams and your talents and the thing that you've already witnessed is bringing in three to five times more on a part-time basis, flip that thing and make it where that's the full-time job. And then the full-time job is now your part-time job to where you're still able to get and have a steady income. The difference is now you're taking that main energy that you were pouring into somebody else's dream and you're now pouring it into your dream and test run it, test run it, do it for 30 to 90 days and see if it balances out. You haven't quit that full-time job, but at the same time, you're able to put your ideas to work. And then once you put your ideas to work, see if it does bring in the income that you're speaking of. Okay, well, now that you've been able to confirm that, oh, it is doing way better than what I thought. So now you will come to a crossroad of, should I go ahead and put in my two weeks notice because I've already put this to the test? I see that it works. Or should I just work on an exit strategy? Let me work on an exit strategy. Let's see how that works. It may take six months to a year. It may take three years to five years. But at least you were able to see. And now you have facts in alignment with what it is that you're thinking. And then you just got to pray for direction. Pray for instruction. Seek those people that have wisdom in that arena, that have jumped and ask them questions. Take the time out to interview them. Ask them, okay, so when you jumped, what did you do? How did you go about it? Did it work for you? Did you falter? So there was one particular person that um, in the business, one of the, the businesses that I do, she had actually done that. She had been working for a major company for eight years. She had delved into the company that I am dealing with. And she absolutely loved the type of income that she was getting. And so what she ended up doing, one day she just said, I can't do this anymore. Like, I literally want to be able to be my own boss. I want to be able to fire my boss. I want to be able to do me. And I want to be able to have my own type of schedule to where I can just see where this is going to take me. One of the things that I asked her was because I love to watch people's journey. I love to watch whenever they do jump. I love to watch, you know, them prosper. I'm just and I love people anyway. So I love to see how that all unfolds. So my question to her was, if you could turn back the hands of time, knowing the information that you know now, what would you have done differently? And her answer to me was, I would have prepared a lot better. Because yes, 
I am able to be independent. Yes, I am bringing in the income that I projected that I would bring in. However, whenever you're trying to rebuild your clientele or build your clientele from scratch, I did not factor in that the amount of money that I had saved before would not necessarily cover, let's say I prepped for six months, but it actually took me nine months to get where I needed to be. I didn't prep for those three months because I was under the impression that by the time I hit that six month mark, that I would already be where I needed to be. And so because I didn't prep for that, it was a little strenuous those last three months, but now I've exceeded my goals. So even in your doing that, you may have to put a cushion or you may have to prep for a cushion. So if it costs you, let's say I'm just throwing numbers out there and I'm not saying that I'm an expert at this. What I'm saying is what I've learned. So please not let's get let's not get this confused. I'm just saying some of the things that I've learned in observing other people and also providing advice to the people that I love and care for. And so. One of the things that um, that I've learned is that I know they tell you to save up six months worth of income um, in case anything happens. Okay, I get that. Hopefully you have a 401k. Hopefully you have stock. Hopefully you do have a savings account that you're building slowly but surely. Even if you exhaust your savings account, never get, this is just my opinion, never get to a place where because you feel as if I keep exhausting my savings account, so why even bother? Don't stay there. So even if it means, let's say that you had $8,000 saved up and then life hit. All of a sudden, you over here, just before you know it, that $8,000 goes all the way down to 50. Do not give up on saving your funds because recognize the fact that you had the money to be able to make sure that you stayed afloat when the hard times hit. So you want to be able to keep that same momentum. So even if it takes you another six to nine months or maybe a year to rebuild to that $8,000, pray and hope that nothing terrible happens in the interim and that you're able to literally do just that and, you know, rebuild. But in the course of your rebuilding, try not to faint. Try not to believe that, oh, well, I did it a couple of times, saved X amount of thousands, and then this happened. The whole purpose of a savings account, honey, is so that when things do happen, you will have an emergency fund. So, yes, I'm sure a lot of us have our goals and our dreams. But think about it. It's just like whenever you're about to buy a home, whenever you're about to buy a home, you may save $10,000 so that you make sure that you have everything that is required for you to put down. And then maybe you didn't need that 10,000. Maybe you only needed the 3,000 of the 10 that you saved. But once you get your place, you're like, oh, you know what? I got a brand new home. I want to furnish my home. Guess how much all that furniture costs for you to actually furnish your home? It might cost you $7,000. So now, oh my goodness, I've exhausted my savings. Use the same energy that you needed when you were trying to save up for your down payment on your home, use that same energy to rebuild. Don't beat yourself up for being able to have access to your savings and using it when emergencies hit. Don't beat yourself up because that means that you were doing something right 
when you actually were able to reach into your savings to be able to take care of your car repairs and to be able to do whatever needed to be done to put the down payment on the new vehicle. Be grateful that you had access to that, to be able to pay two months of rent in advance because you just literally lost your job and you don't know when it is that you're going to be in a position to get a new job. Be grateful that you were wise enough to have those funds saved for a rainy day, so to speak. So I said that because a lot of times people tend to beat themselves up anytime they've taken a moment to save and then all of a sudden life hits and then they dwindle their savings. Well, at least you have enough in you to have the desire to save because there's a lot of people that don't. They literally live from paycheck to paycheck, from day to day. It's a lot of people that do that. So if you're one of those people that have mastered what it's like to save, even if you exhaust the savings, give yourself a pat on the back that you were able to save X amount of dollars, refocus, get you a brand new goal, and then try to go toward building that savings again. Because if you did it once, honey, you can do it again and again and again. Now, you may not want to do it again and again and again. So hopefully in the course of your rebuilding, you start to realize what's considered a want, what's considered a need. And then maybe your needs start to dwindle because you're trying to reach those goals. But I said that as an encouragement because I know sometimes it can be a little bit shaky whenever you know that you do have your own personal goals and it's like, how come every time I save this amount of money, something happens? I really believe that that's just a part of life and it's not necessarily the fact that you don't know how to save. It could just be that that's what happens. It just, you know, it's a part of life. Sometimes you experience your highs, sometimes you experience your lows. You just got to learn how to bounce through all of them. But when it comes to what it is that maybe you're called to do or when it comes to what it is, what it is that you desire to do, just remember that these things can be found within you. When I literally was doing right now, I'm working on something. So I'm, I'm fulfilling an order. That's pretty much all I'm going to tell you. I'm fulfilling an order. So in the course of me fulfilling this order, what I recognized was there's a lot of things that I do from a management level that I may not be recognized on my day-to-day -day job that I do, but it, because it's a totally different dynamic at the in that atmosphere but what I do recognize is that the whole excel spreadsheet the whole way of balancing the whole way of you know making sure that my customers are catered to the way that I'm able to make sure that I cross my t's and dot my i's all the levels of organization that take place whenever it is that they might watch a replay of something that I've I've solicited and then later on they're like okay Teresa I want this I want that I want that I've been able to see how I manage that and so even if I'm not recognized in a certain atmosphere for my managerial skills and for my the fact that I am gifted in customer service and the fact that I'm able to make someone feel like they, they're worth more than anything else, even though that may not be recognized in the current role that I play, I do know that none of that is by accident. And so eventually God is going to place me in the places of excellence beyond excellence to where all of the things that I have always had on the inside of me all of those things they're going to automatically become natural for me because it's something that like I said I've always had it on the inside of me but at the same time it will give me exposure like I never would have imagined because it's all found within so for me to do certain things in this particular role that I'm in right now as uh, as a director for me to be able to do those things it, it comes so natural for me. 
It, it doesn't take time for me to be able to do my whole skew numbers. It doesn't take time for me to, you know, because I've literally taught myself a lot of different things because what it's found within. So whatever your desire is, whoever it is that you're trying to be, whatever you aspire to be, don't allow someone who doesn't see the vision to deter you from your vision. Yes, you might have to take a few detours, honey. It's not always going to be just cut and dry. Here I am. It's not always like that. It may take a moment for you to literally be within the realm that you know that you were called to be. But take those lessons as they come. Learn how to dig deep. Learn how to look within and be like, you know what? This is not coming as easy as I thought, but I know that I have it within me. I remember I've done it twice already. I've built two separate websites. Actually, no, three. No, wait a minute. One. Two. So I have a strong will mind. I have my strong will mind LLC website. I have my Dear Future Hubby podcast, which that literally, that website, even though I built it from scratch, honey is basic on purpose so if y'all just like i don't see this i don't see that you're really not supposed to because it's just an avenue but i did that one i have the wifey wins podcast website oh and then i also have one where i sell my jewelry so i have four different websites that i have built by myself i never went to school for it i literally had one person a uh, many years ago almost a decade ago show me and assist me with my very first website i didn't take the time out to take notes but guess what i did do i tapped into the fact that i had been exposed to certain things before and even though the learning curve might have been a little bit more delayed i took the time i went through the frustration i did whatever was required in order and i learned how to ask certain questions i learned how to seek certain areas of professionalism because i know i don't know everything so I, I literally incorporated the people that have the knowledge but at the end of the day i was able to build those websites i was able to do that because i tapped within the things that i didn't know i knew enough within myself okay so you can't do this so you need to contact somebody you need to find an expert in this arena you need to be, and so now I've been able to teach myself how to graphic design. I've been able to teach myself how to manage folks of like, like warehouse type stuff. Um, I've been able to teach myself so that whenever God blows on my vision, whenever he opts to blow on my vision, I will have all these different parts in place to where when the warehouse turns from a closet to an actual warehouse, now it won't be overwhelming because I took those baby steps. I did what was required. I learned how to master the minimum. And so that way, once you get in front of, let's say a grand audience, Audience. Or once you get in front of a, uh, um, you're about to per, um, provide a proposal or whatever, or you're about to do a proposal. Now it's no longer foreign to you. Now you sound confident while you're within your element because you took the time out to do baby steps. I know a, a friend of mine. She actually is um, mastering her art. So she's very, very crafty. She's really good at like floral design. She's really good at like the whole lattes and doing it from scratch. And she's just really good at just those types of things. Well, I'm watching her as she is mastering what it is that she's good at. 
There's something that you're good at. There's something that even if somebody else tried to do it, they couldn't do it as great as you. They may try to mock you. They may try to copy you, but it doesn't have your touch. You know why? Because it came from the inside of you. They may have to take classes in order to learn how to do what it is that you do naturally. They may have to meditate to learn how to do what you do naturally. They may have to seek professional guidance in order to learn how to do what you do naturally. Whatever it is that you aspire to do, honey, it is found on the inside of you. It is found on the inside of you. So I hope that this encourages someone. If it touches just one person on today, guess what? I did what I was called to do, which is touch the lives of someone. So I hope you have the most amazing day, the most amazing evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. Also, future hubby, wherever you are, I'm not rushing the process. I'm not rushing the process. You know why? Because I know that whatever you need before you meet me is being given to you. So whatever experience you need, whatever, whatever you need. Like, I know that I'm not going to be the answer to everything. So I know that certain things have to transpire in your life and, and manifest in your life before I ever come up on the scene. I have accepted that. I embrace it. And guess what? The same applies for me. Whatever it is that I need to learn, whatever it is that I need to embrace, whoever it is that I'm supposed to become before I meet you, it may take some time. And I am Ain't okay with that. What I do know that, this is what I do know, if I don't know nothing else. I know that he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from God. And I know that the favor of God is on my life. And so I will wait for you to find me. But in the meantime, I'm going to be about my business and my father's business. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Please do me a huge favor. Take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.